the chief small business architect who helps solopreneurs build their business foundations on bedrock is back. I am honored to have the one and only entrepreneur with a CPA, Joe DiCiara, back on the show. He has been helping individuals start, build, and manage small businesses for over 35 years. In his capacity as a CPA and business advisor, he has been blessed to work with thousands of small business owners from all walks of life. Good, hardworking American people that get caught up in the web of government and IRS rules and regulations that make starting, building, and managing a small business successfully nearly impossible, with over 98% of new businesses failing within 10 years. He has made it his mission to help stem the epidemic of small business failures in the USA through high-quality, low-cost business education. Before we bring him on for the show, let's start with an opening question. What does entrepreneurship mean to you, Joe? Freedom. The chance at a life beyond your wildest dreams. Also, a life uh, devastated because of mistakes that you might make. Uh, and, and that's it. Both ends of the spectrum. It could be the best thing you ever did. It could be the worst thing you ever did, but if you stick it out, I guarantee you it'll, it'll be worth it. Freedom in both ways, freedom inside the workplace and outside the workplace. For me, I'm dictating my day, dictating my schedule. Uh, everybody defines success differently. And something I've been striving for, for really, since I got my master's degree, was creating the schedule I want, make time for my family when I want to see them, make time to have a social life if I choose to do something, not being bounded by something because I also knew in my last corporate job, I had more in me than just the three or four tasks I was being assigned. I was crawling out of my seat almost at my desk. And now Joe and I had the opportunity to connect on multiple occasions. You hear his bedrock. Welcome on the beginning of this show. Stay tuned for an incredible episode. And with that, I want to welcome you back to That Entrepreneur Show. My name is Vincent A. Lancey. If it's episode number one listening in, welcome. Whether you're looking to start or scale your business, this is the show for you. Each week, I interview at least one entrepreneur from around the country and across the globe to share what worked well for them, what they needed to improve on, how they went about it, and so much more. You never know which motivational journey will inspire you most. This segment is sponsored by Bedrock Business Builders a small business startup specialist. Start, build, manage. For this episode, it is another Rewind the Clock bonus episode, and I'm bringing back an entrepreneur who is focused in giving back through his experiences and provides value in many ways, including multiple books as an author. We'll touch on it all again today. You may recognize him, as I said, from the beginning of our shows. Bedrock has been our partner over the last month of episodes, and I am humbled to work with someone who does so much for the entrepreneurial sector. Joe, welcome back. Thank you, Vincent. It's a it's a real honor to, to be back. I appreciate it. Of course. Would you mind previewing your story to everyone who missed your first episode? And then we'll dive right back into business talk. Oh, how far back do you want to go? When, when <laughs> I was 10 years old, I started a casino in my driveway. <clears throat> That's uh, when my whole entrepreneurial uh, journey started, believe it or not. I didn't realize it at the time. But, you know, I made money. It was probably three or four dollars, which was a lot for a 10 year old in 1970. <clears throat> and I remember distinctly asking my mother, why do people get jobs? 
why do people work if they can just do what what they want and have fun and make money? And she said, you're not doing the casino thing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so she shut me down, but the seed was planted. You know, I believe that entrepreneurs are born. Uh, you could you could become an entrepreneur. You could learn it. Uh, but some of us just have this uh, internal uh, desire to uh, what you just described, you know, to, to break out of the box. You know, I, I could understand your feelings because that's how I felt when I was working at accounting firms. Uh, you know, I felt like a fish out of water. I felt like I was, I was stuck and I resented my father for, for tricking me into becoming a CPA. So that, that's the, the short story. And now we're going to get into the long story. You mentioned CPA. I mentioned he's an author. He also has Bedrock that sponsors the show. We're going to dive into all your business talk right now. Let's catch everybody up since your first episode. Bedrock, let's talk about it. Okay, Bedrock is a basically the culmination of a mission I started over 20 years ago when I realized that I could do bookkeeping and accounting remotely. There was this uh, little uh, widget that Microsoft included in their, uh, what do you call it, their, their stuff. <laughs> it was called the RDP, Remote Desktop Protocol. And a client uh, that needed their financials done, they needed some work done like immediately. And it was a three hour drive back and forth. So they sent me a link to, uh, to just log in and, and the light bulb went off. I said, oh my God, if I could do accounting remotely, think of all the possibilities. Yes. And, and I wish I could say it was, it was easy, but nothing you know, worthwhile is that easy. We went through years of uh, trials and tribulations. I, I put together courses. I tried to market the system to accountants. Uh, a lot of it worked. A lot of it worked. Through the years, what, what I was able to do, the, the first amazing thing was I was able to teach my mother, who had no accounting experience before that, how to do bookkeeping on QuickBooks, how to enter transactions, how to do bank recs, credit card. And, and she helped me run my business for a long time. I got spoiled. I created a very profitable uh, accounting business where I literally, I pretty much worked part-time. I only worked about 15, 20 hours a week in, in the mm. accounting practice, making more than you know full-time uh, revenue. And what I did with the other time was I experimented. I was an entrepreneur. I traveled around the country learning uh, the stuff I needed to learn to figure out why my my world changing idea mm -hmm. wasn't taken off like wildfire. Uh, fast forward to about two and a half years ago, no, three years ago. Uh, you know, when I said, you know, I was I was tired. Uh, I actually got bored just doing regular corporations and. and <laughs> working with established business owners. And, you know, the truth is I love to teach. I love to teach. And the clients that I had, 
uh, were already geniuses. They, they didn't need to know anything. <laughs> they just wanted me to do their accounting and taxes. And, and that was fine for them, but not for me. Again, I felt like that fish out of water. I'm like, I need more. I'm getting older. I want to, you know, my original idea was to change. You know, we all want to change the world. Okay. At least uh, I do. And I, I, I'm pretty sure that you do. Yes. And, you know, I'm thinking, how am I changing the world as an accountant? I'm making plenty of money. I do what I want. I travel. Uh, I enjoy my life. But if I don't go out of this, you know, nobody gets out of here alive, Vince. And I hate to tell you that. But I said, if I don't give this one more shot at, at doing this, I'm going to regret it my whole life. And the market, I found the target market, this was back in 2016, and it was the 28 million sole proprietors uh, that shouldn't be sole proprietors. Uh, I'm not going to go into all the details about that. You can visit my YouTube channel. I got plenty of uh, videos on that. But about two and a half years ago, uh, Basically, when COVID started, I started doing all these Facebook lives uh, about, you know, the uh, the government bailout, the PPP loans and all of that. And some people just uh, started connecting with me. And the first link in, in the chain was Elizabeth Frederick. Uh, I think that you might know yep. her. Yep. She's brilliant. She just, you know, I, I kid her. I said, because I never hired her. I'm like, you just started working for me. She started doing so much for me that I had to start paying her. I'm like, listen, you can. And the truth is that she believed in what I was doing. Okay. And then we started hiring people uh, to fill in the gaps, social media, graphic design. Now, uh, it was about what's this is 2022 right the end of 2020 we started hiring uh remote accountants to to basically utilize the system that i started about 20 years ago and and it's grown today we have five full-time accountants accounting specialists we have uh, we just hired a social media uh person social media manager we have a, an executive uh, assistant Corrine and we have a, an unbelievable uh, graphic person she started out as a graphic person now she's doing web design what does this mean it means that we have been able to create a platform for business owners that don't normally hire accountants okay that was our market we started $57 a month it's 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 life changing for some people, and I'm not just saying that to pat myself on the back. The truth is that what we learned, Vincent, you know that 98% failure rate. Yeah. What I've discovered is the the main cause of that is that people start businesses and they don't get the guidance and direction they need from somebody like me. Okay, and the reason is, number one, there's a shortage of, of good accountants and tax preparers. Yes, so there there's is. a shortage, so the price goes up, okay? You, normally, I charge 300 bucks an hour. Well, people that are just starting out can't afford that, so they wind up doing stuff on their own, and they wind up with, with problems. 
you know, it's like being your own lawyer. You know, that's great. You're going to save money, go on legal zone and do it yourself. And then it's going to come back to haunt you. So we, you know, I had to look at that and say, you know, how do I make money as an entrepreneur? You know, I'm not a martyr. This isn't a not-for-profit. We had to develop systems and procedures uh, that would make it economically feasible. So where, you know, I could train my staff on how to handle the basics. And when those situations come up that are complicated, that they have a, a, a go-to person. And it's not just me, it's our whole team. And it's working, it's growing, we're, we're filling a gap. Uh, we're growing exponentially, you know, and it's just starting. So I believe that, you know, when I started this, I did what Napoleon Hill calls a definite chief aim. And, you know, in it, I spelled out exactly what, what we're doing today. I said, I want to help millions of people learn the fundamentals of success. And I had no idea how I was going to do it. But you want to know something, Vincent, through technology like this, we can reach millions of people. Okay. We might be reaching thousands right now. I don't know. The numbers are going up. But the potential's there, and it's just, it's its definitely uh, mushrooming. Well, you couldn't say that better. We're able to connect Florida to New York, like I said, multiple times now. And then our audiences are introduced to each other and so forth. And you never know which connection you make that is going to change your life. I got to say, I always respect your hustle, your work ethic, and building things from scratch. Now Bedrock is established with a team around you. So congrats on all the additional growth. But I would like to now talk about, COVID, how your business was affected. You're up in New York. Things are a lot different up in New York than they are here in Florida. Let's talk now how it affected your business. Well, let, let me say this. You know, I tell people it's not if something's going to happen, it's when. Yep. But as a business owner, you have to be prepared. Okay. Uh, businesses, life is tough. Okay, I read a book called The Road Less Traveled, and you can read the first page and you can get a lot out of it. All he says is uh, life is tough. Once you can accept that, you can enjoy life. So entrepreneurship uh, adds a whole nother dimension of complexity and pain and suffering uh, to that equation. <clears throat> so when COVID hit, I knew not like I prepared for COVID, but I said, oh, this is one of those times where you got to, you know, rise to the occasion. Successful people don't let stuff like that get them down. They say, okay, maybe this is an opportunity. And I took that opportunity, like I said, to, uh, to get on Facebook and start doing lives. I said, let me, you know, explain to people what's going on. And my phone was ringing off the hook. My phone, my email, it was ringing off the hook because people wanted to know, you know, what's, you know, can I apply for these loans? What can I get? What can I expect? And so COVID was very, very good for my business, Vincent. Uh, and it wasn't, it wasn't by accident. It wasn't luck. It was because of all the other ups and downs I've seen, you know, the, the financial, uh, what was it, 2008, yep. the yeah, internet I bubble. I mean, th this, you know, and this isn't new. 
this started from the beginning of time. You know, you can yep, go back yep. to the depression, all the all the wars that people have. So it kills me when people say, oh, this is the worst thing that ever happened. No, it's not. <laughs> it's it's bad, but you got to weather the storm. And so that's what COVID did for me. And now I could see, you know, some people uh, suffered immensely. My coach, my mentor, Larry Broughton, owns a very large hotel conglomerate. Mm. His business went from hero to zero overnight. Uh, but he's an entrepreneur and a, and a special ops Green Beret. So not that he didn't go through a lot of pain, but I like to say pain is, is inevitable. Mm-hmm. Suffering is optional. What he's been doing, that, what I understand, I don't know all the details about how he's uh, getting out of this, but I know that they were planning on doing purchases. <laughs> because now the price is down so yeah he he got to go back i right? always knew he would survive but now he's going to come out stronger than he was before i know it because that's what happens you know let me just also say that you know and i don't know the statistics but i think more millionaires were created during mm-hmm. the depression than ever before and you know that's the attitude you have to have i i've been watching uh a video about Elon Musk. Okay. And you got to watch this because everybody thinks, oh, Elon Musk, he's a billionaire. Well, you know, he walked away from PayPal with $180 million and this idea to start Tesla and SpaceX. And he almost lost everything. Yeah. Everything. And you don't think he went through a lot of pain and suffering? He was that this, everything's relative. He was like, I was down to 30 million. And I had to decide, do I put it all into Tesla or all into SpaceX or just let them both die? And he was like, and, and what he said was they were like, they're like his children. He split it. He gave them both 15 million because he would have rather been broke than see both of them die. He had to at least give it a chance. So that, you know, that's entrepreneurship in, in a nutshell. It doesn't matter if you start with zero or you start with 180 million mm-hmm. you'll get there and weather in the storm again in the COVID example elon musk everybody goes through the ups and downs it's inevitable as you said i love the way you put that and there will be another pandemic type situation maybe next decade or even less we don't even know if we're out of this one or it could get way worse again it could we don't know but on a more positive note joe i want to ask you what's the best piece of advice you've ever received who gave it to you and why is it still sticking with you? This might sound strange, but I believe the best piece of advice I ever got was from my cousin, Vinny. I have a cousin, <laughs> Vinny, and he told me to join a fraternity. He was my mentor. He knew, I, you know, he was a CPA. He was an investment banker. He took me under his wing. And I'll never forget, I was about to, uh, I had, you know, graduated from a community college with an accounting degree, and I was planning on going upstate to Oswego. Uh, and he said, why don't you join a fraternity? And I said, well, because they just drink beer and have parties. <laughs> He's like, no, you meet friends, you make connections. Uh, and it was, you know, I can't go into details, but yeah, <laughs> a lot of those people, 40 years later, they're still my friends. 
I've been doing tax returns for some of them for 40 years. Uh, I met a, a very good friend that has introduced me to people like Larry Brott and some world class. Uh, and I said, oh, my God, that one little who would have known? Right. Who would have known? You know, join a fraternity. And really what it taught me was the value of relationships. Mm-hmm. OK, and that's what he was trying to get at. He was like. You get fraternity brothers, and he's still because he was in a fraternity. He still meets with his, and he's ten years older than me, so he's been doing it for fifty years. So that's you know, I think the most important thing that people could learn is that it really comes down to relationships. I'm going to shout out earlier episode and a star in Mr. Lanty talks mental health. Tony Alexander. He says your net worth is your network. That's your net worth, the people you have in your network. So I love how you touched on that. Now I want to jump into another piece of advice in a different way. If you could recommend one book, workshop, or tool to our community of entrepreneurs, what would it be? The Law of Success. That was Napoleon Hill's precursor to Think and Grow Rich. Because I did that. That's actually a course and I did that course with my son and my best friend at the time. And that's where I learned about the definite chief aim. Uh, it's just, it was profound. I look at Think and Grow Rich as the commercialization of that, of that book. So I would, I would highly recommend uh, The Law of Success. Thank you for that recommendation. If it's coming from Joe, it is a good one. And normally, as you know, Joe, it's time for the Spotlight Story where we ask our guests to go over another entrepreneur's journey to provide some additional analysis. But for Rewind the Clock episodes, I want to ask you to shout out another entrepreneur, show love to someone else who needs some light on them, who's grinding around the clock. Okay, so this again, it might come as a a little bit of a shock. It might come as a shock to him. Uh, But I have this client, Stephen Vega, uh, you can go to stevenvega.com. That's S-T-E-V-E-N-V-E-G-A.com. Steven Vega. He came to me about a year ago. He was an actor. Okay. And he wanted to know, because we were doing uh, grant uh, research for people at the time. We had figured out that a lot of people wanted and needed grants. And he asked me, you know, how can he get a grant as an actor? And basically, I said, uh, nobody's going to give you money as an actor. You got to do something to, to change the community, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, he signed up as our, one of our CFO clients. And today, he's an off-the-charts entrepreneur. He surprised everyone in, on, my, on our team. Uh, he's become a coach. He's got a Facebook group. And the funny thing is we have a mastermind group. We meet every Friday and he's part, he's a big part of it. And it's almost like every opportunity he gets to sell something. And he's, he, it's doesn't seem like a sale. I'm like, Oh my God, what do we turn this guy into? (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, you know, and the truth is we didn't turn it. We just gave him some guidance. It was in him. You know, I'm like, oh, my God, you know, he was born to be an entrepreneur. He just went the actor route. But I see this guy doing really big things. He's got a big heart. Uh, He's got a big parrot. That's part of his uh, his entourage. 
But yeah, Stephen Vega is uh, somebody you want to keep your eye out for. We'll have to be sure to tag him when this episode comes out. But thank you, Joe, for joining for such a value-filled episode. You showed our audience that growth is possible to hit unexpected heights. Like you said, entrepreneurship can provide a life you never expected. He surrounded himself with a team. He's now at the last week of tax season two, grinding around the clock as we record this. He's doing it all. He mentioned the books. Where can everybody find these books, find more about you, Bedrock, everything? So the books are easy. Just go to Amazon.com. Uh, I have an author's page. You'll find most of my books. There's one book that isn't up there because they, because of the name thing, I can't link it to my author page, but I recommend it for entrepreneurs. It's the itty bitty book of everything you wanted to know about S corps. Uh, that's like my flagship book because that's one of the keys to helping sole proprietors up their business. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm all over Facebook. All you got to do is, is Google me, Joe DeChara, and uh, I'm on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and and I'll come up there. Yes, he will. And he's got a lot to offer. I can't stress that enough. Be sure to look at everything he's doing, tax things to business, to masterminds. If you want to diversify yourself, have multiple passions, Joe is a great guy to connect with because he can give you advice on how to do just that I am at Vincent A. Lancey on all social media, and the show is at That Entrepreneur Show, but we may be condensing to one page. Stay tuned for that. If you check out my books, let me know. I'd love to hear what you think. We have Mental Health Week and Mr. Lancey Talks Mental Health on Amazon now. Thank you for tuning in, and we will see you next Friday on another episode of That Entrepreneur Show. Joe, thank you so much for stopping by. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. 